Matt Schau from Jared Small of DraftSharks.com here. And if you've been playing fantasy for a while, but you're like, best ball, what is that? That's what we're here to explain to you today. Jared, what is best ball? Best ball is fantasy football without the in-season team management, right? I mean, it's 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 going to start the same with your draft. You know, you're usually going to be in a league of 12 teams. It could be 10. It could be 14. You're going to fill out your roster. You're going to have a starting lineup every week. But there's you draft, and you're done. Yeah, in most cases, there certainly are some best ball outlets where you still do some in-season management, you work waivers, you can make trades, but best ball is primarily about setting your lineup every week. So it takes that aspect away from it, away from you, off your plate. Um, it just, it, it waits until all of the points have been scored each week, and then it inserts the top scoring players into your lineup from your roster. You're still starting with a roster of players, however many it is for your specific format, but it's picking out your best scoring quarterback that week, your best scoring running backs, your best scoring wide receivers. It's it's giving you the optimal score from the players that you have collected. And, you know, there are people who, who say it takes skill away from it. Definitely not the case, in my opinion, at least. And I, I don't even think that you have to back it up too much. Yeah. You're still drafting this team. Is there skill involved in setting your lineup every week? For sure. Is there also luck in how those guys score? Yes. So uh, at, at the least, it's similar in terms of how it balances luck and skill. I think it's a different type of skill in best ball, right? Um, I think how you draft your best ball team needs to be different than how you would draft or redraft team. And we won't get into all that stuff mm-hmm. today. We, we have a ton of um, info on that in uh, DraftSharks University on DraftSharks.com. Yeah, you can read much more about best ball and best ball strategies on DSU. So we're still talking about your typical fantasy league, Jared. It's normally a 10 to 12 team kind of thing, unless we're talking about bigger contests, but we'll get to that in a few minutes. So, you know, like I said, you're usually starting with 10 to 12 teams. You're building a roster the same way. You're using the same positions. But as you said, you you want to draft it differently because you don't have to necessarily get that quarterback that you can count on to start every week. It yep. takes some of that um, need away from you. Yeah, and you need to draft differently as well because, as you as you mentioned, in most best ball leagues, there are no trades and there are no waiver wire moves. So the the team you leave your draft with is your team for the season. So you can't afford to be too thin, too weak at a certain position because you know one injury, you might be screwed at that position. Now, yeah, we, we should mention that best ball rosters do tend to be deeper than redraft rosters to kind of help you know fend against those injuries that we know are going to occur during an NFL season. But um, again, you need to you know understand that when you're drafting a basketball team that that's it in most cases you're not able to you know adjust that roster at all throughout the season and the exact size of that roster is going to matter quite a bit because you're going to want to determine heading into your draft how many at each position you want you know if you're putting together a a redraft team that you're going to be setting the lineup every week you can pretty much get whatever you want you Mm -hmm. want to get enough players to fill the the position requirements that what you need to start every week but otherwise you can just play with it however you want you can you can stack up running backs if your league is leaving a bunch of guys that you like at the end. Um, You can go light on receivers. Can't do that with a best ball team. You need to make sure that there are enough players at each position that when that optimal lineup is pulled from your roster of players, there are enough player scores there that it's actually optimizing instead of just, you Mm -hmm. know, pulling the best from the garbage that you collected. I think especially a quarterback and tight end, you can afford to draft just one of those in in redraft and then work the waiver wire throughout the season. You you can't do that in best Mm -hmm. ball because you're going to be taking at least one zero when that 
one quarterback or one tight end is on by, and then if that guy misses any time with injury, you're taking a whole bunch of zeros. Mm-hmm. Now, in, in best ball, we more commonly see things work from a total points aspect. You know, in, in in most fantasy leagues, we're facing off against a specific team every week. More often, best ball goes by total points, which makes sense. I mean, it's already more of a hands-off approach. So it makes sense to have less of the I'm facing Gary this week mm-hmm. and more of the, okay, we're going to see who the best team is this week and the best team for the season. Yeah. Usually still week one through 17, even with best ball, we don't want to enter into week 18 just because there is the greater chance that NFL teams don't have anything to play for. Not all of them, obviously, but you know, teams that have playoff berths set teams that are, you know, checking on a new quarterback, Sam Howell, at the end of last season, for example. So there are just more of those factors that make week week 18 a wild card. Right, yeah, weeks 1 through 17, total points. Let's talk about best ball leagues versus tournaments because I think this is the format you're going to find these tournaments be most popular. So a best ball league is your traditional fantasy league where it's contained. It's usually 12 teams. It could be 8, 10, 14, 16, but you're only competing against the teams in your league. A tournament, you're competing against a whole mess load of teams, thousands, hundreds of thousands, potentially. So um, there's different strategies involved there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there are plenty of still the individual leagues. The tournaments get more play online right now, but you can just play single leagues and there's money to be won there. Certainly far lower amounts, but, you know, just like in DFS, if you're playing on DraftKings or FanDuel or something like that, you can just play more cash games. That's like what the the single league best ball is. You can enter those and still play for some money. There are drafts as small as three and six teams on underdog, for example, and it goes up to, I don't think it gets above 12 teams uh, in underdog drafts, but you can probably find different formats on various sites at this point. Every time I (laughs) go to another site for fantasy player right now, I'm like, oh, they also have best ball now. So it's, it's popping up all over the place. Yeah. Let's talk about these tournaments a bit more. Um, So again, you're competing against not just your 12 team league, but everyone in this competition and again there are tournaments with hundreds of teams with thousands of teams underdog best ball mania four has literally hundreds of thousands of teams now you're still drafting against just 11 other teams you're in a 12 team draft that's how you build your team but once the season starts you're competing against everyone and these tournaments are always total points some of them will do you know total points for the first 14 weeks of the season where those 14 weeks you're trying to be the best in your you know 12 team league or maybe the top two and then you advance to a playoff round where you're putting in a pool of all these teams that advanced out of your 12 team leagues you can also find uh best ball tournaments like on drafters where it's just 17 weeks total points mm-hmm. most total points at the end of that win so definitely different formats but again these tournaments you need to understand you're competing against not just the other 11 teams in your league and it's also still a total points race yeah and it's important to know the difference between those playoff weeks and just straight total points because when it is playoff weeks you know you can have an amazing first 14 weeks you have a bad week 15 and you're out of that tournament you're yep. still getting some money there but you're you know you, you entered it to chase the ultimate prize so you have to factor in the playoff weeks um into your strategy certainly um it's different when it's total points overall there you're just still putting together the best fantasy team and trying to score the most for the season um even that though is different from drafting a regular team in a redraft league where you're setting the lineup every week so you still want to pay attention to the number of players that you're getting at each position you want to pay attention to the roster size of that specific contest that you're entering and as jared said you want to keep in mind that you're drafting 
ultimately against thousands of other teams. So even though the individual draft will still act like what you're familiar with, you need to draft into a tournament with ultimate upside in mind. You're chasing a very unlikely outcome, really. No matter how many teams you're drafting, it's very unlikely that any one of them wins the top prize. So you're chasing unlikely outcomes. And again, we have a lot more on that best ball strategy on DraftShirts University. Our draft war room will give you a customized cheat sheet for these best ball drafts. So lots of help help on draft sharks for these best ball leagues. Where to play best ball? FFPC, one of my favorite places. Tons of different price points and formats on FFPC. You can play for as little as five bucks. You can play for as much as two thousand dollars on FFPC. They have fast drafts, they have slow drafts, they have one quarterback leagues, they have super flex leagues, they have both the contained 12 team leagues as well as the bigger tournaments. One note I would mention about FFPC, if you're going to play on there, it is tight end premium scoring. So you're getting 1.5 point per reception for tight ends. So that's kind of the differentiating factor if you're going to play on FFPC. Not only makes them more valuable on there, it also makes them go earlier in the draft. So you have to be ready for that. It's always a good idea to check ADP if you can, especially for the specific site that you're going to play on because it's going to differ by scoring format. Underdog and drafters are a couple that we've already mentioned on here. Underdog, best known probably at this point for the Best Ball Mania tournament. As Jared mentioned, we've got over 600,000 teams, <laughs> closer to 700,000 teams in that. So you have to know if you're if you're drafting into that exactly what you're going up against for that $25 entry. $3 million <laughs> top prize, that's what you're going after. Um, but know how many teams you're competing against. They also have lots of smaller tournaments sprinkled throughout. And we talked about the difference between playoff weeks and total points. Underdog is all playoff weeks, so know that going in. That's going to mean more focus on week 17 stacks where you're not only stacking players from uh, the same NFL team, but also looking at their opponents for week 17 and trying to combine some of those. And if stacks is a brand new word to you, make sure to check out our best ball strategy article because we go deep into that and other strategies for playing the various formats here. Yeah, for sure. And that, you know, drafters their flagship tournament is the best ball championship. It's smaller than underdog, you know, quote unquote, only 111,000 teams. It's $20 entry fee, it's still 300 K to the winner. And again, I think the big difference between drafters and underdog is drafters does not have those playoff weeks. It's just straight total points. Whoever has the most total points at the end of week 17 is, is your winner. Yeah. I, I love that. Cause I think that gets to the, the, purer form of fantasy where you're trying to put together the best team for the yep. season. I'm not saying one's right or wrong Play because plenty of people prefer the other. Yeah, I've definitely got teams in the various formats. And just like on Underdog, we've got um, different price entry points. We've got different league sizes. So w- whatever you're looking to do best ball wise, even if it's just trying it out to see what you think mm-hmm. of it, there are plenty of places now where you can go in, get some cheap teams and just dip a foot in the water. Well, Drafter says teams as low as a dollar and 10 cents. So if you just want to like Figure out best ball practice. Just hop in, hop in a few of those, and then you can hop in the bigger ones. That's right. If you are ready to hop into some of those best ball contests wherever and at whatever level, you can find rankings and more draft tools right now on DraftSharks.com. 